This is Parent Q Live, brought to you by the team at Parent Q. Hey friends, welcome back to a new season of Parent Q Live. Carlos sitting with my beautiful co-host, Kristen Ivey. Kristen good to be Ivey. here. So good to be with you guys today. We're starting on a new season now. This is it. We yeah. we teased it last week, and now we're diving headfirst into really what I think is going to be a crucial conversation for a lot of families today. Especially right now. I mean, last week we shared a little bit of our own stories as our kids are going back to school. But when your kids go back to school, there's just something in you as a parent that starts thinking about what you want this year to look like. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, we, we, we have plans and desires, and obviously sometimes they go astray. Sometimes you can set them on a good path. But we're actually going to have some help today on, w- with a friend of ours that's going to actually help us maybe put some guardrails along these goals. Yeah, so we get to have a conversation with a good friend of ours, Nina Schmidgall. Schmidgall. I love saying her last name five times fast. <laughs> And Nina lives in Washington, D.C. She has three kids who are 11, 9, and 6. And she is just such an intentional parent. Anytime I get a chance to hang out with Nina, I learn something new. They're just great parents with their kids right there in the heart of a interest. I mean, city dynamic. It's awesome. Yeah. And... We had a conversation with her. Actually, you had a conversation with her I did. about goal setting as a family. Well, and, and what I love about, about her is exactly what you said. She's very intentional with everything she does with her kids. So, yeah, she's going to talk to us a little bit today about setting family goals. Uh, and one thing that we wanted to do before we hop into the conversation with Nina is we actually asked some of you guys, what are some family goals that you guys have for this year Uh, and i loved your responses so uh, what we're gonna do is go ahead and play those for you guys and hopefully you guys enjoy these you know uh we need to rest more yeah uh our lives you know we have high schooler two middle schoolers and a preteen. our lives are busy and my my wife jenna and i we have just we have to rest that intentional vacation rest yeah yeah goals oh we're definitely wanting to spend more time together just engaging with each other whether that's through doing something for somebody else like in a service way or just you know board game night yeah well the big one is spending time together and so as they get older they're in sports they're in clubs homework so we've tried to make a conscious decision to eat together twice a week um, and everybody, some nights, nobody really wants to, yeah. <laughs> but it always turns out great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We want our girls to wear things that they don't choose to wear. So in, in a very real way, we want to, like, the, the clothes they choose to wear to school, we're trying to find the balance between, like, yeah, to a degree, like, I don't really give a rip what you wear. Like, put on whatever you're comfortable in and let's go. But at the same point, trying to instill in them at a young age that you don't always get to choose what you want and you have to figure out how to get comfortable and how to be okay with not getting your way. Um, our family goal every year is uh, relationships. Relationships with each other, relationships with others. So everything that we do is centered around relationships. We love hearing your goals because so many of those resonate with us as parents. And I think no matter what your personal family goal is right now, you'll get a lot from this conversation that Carlos had with Nina Schmidgall. Let's go straight into that conversation. 
let, let's just start with the word rhythm. Yeah. Um, when it comes to families, mm-hmm. why why is that word so important? Why is it important to have rhythm with your family? Rhythm, I mean, w- what we know for sure is that every family has a natural rhythm, right? right? Every family, and, and actually our rhythms change in different seasons, and our, our ability as parents to um, harness and lean into rhythms yeah. and maximize them and actually identify different seasons and how to maximize different seasons in different ways, yeah. I think that is really a key thing for our success I- as parents and our ability to just, you know, take, the, take seasons to reevaluate, think, man, how, what is the rhythm in this season yeah. and how can I be most intentional with my kids in this time? What I love about what you said is every family has its own natural rhythm. Mm -hmm. And I think so many times, obviously, especially with social media and different ways of looking at other people's families, sometimes we begin to compare our rhythms to another family's rhythm. And that's not good. Tell us why. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, we do, we do have different rhythms, right? We have, um, I, I, I work in ministry, uh-huh. so our rhythm's really different. Our, my kids are in school Monday to Friday, and yeah. my husband and I work on Saturday and Sunday. And so the way I have to learn to maximize um, discipleship moments, just family connection mm. moments, that's going to look different for me than any other family, right? Yeah. And and I have a gal on my team. Her husband's a consultant. He travels Monday to Thursday, and so they have a different rhythm. And my rhythm has changed as my kids have grown, right? And and my daughter just started middle school this oh last right. year. I is know. this your oldest daughter? My oldest daughter. Okay. So my oldest daughter is 11 and just uh-huh. started middle school this year. Uh, in D.C., we have a school lottery system, so she actually okay. has to go across town now. It's wow. been a really big adjustment year. Yeah. And my youngest is in kindergarten okay. this year. And so that changes your rhythm yeah. right away, right? And now having a middle schooler, man, every night is homework night for a really wow. long time. And so so d- based on your family needs, you have different rhythms. Yeah. And then based on your season, you have different rhythms. And if we just look at, at other people's moments on Facebook or sure. Instagram <laughs> or whatever it is, we start maybe comparing uh, what those you know moments that they're having, what those things look like. And then we maybe miss or can't tune in as well to our own rhythm. So yeah. I think that's the danger in that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You know, uh, for me, um, as like I travel full time, like, so yeah. for me, in order to get a paycheck, I have to get on an airplane and that creates a completely different rhythm for us. So then we, when that started happening, we started to homeschool. And then when we homeschooled, we were in Atlanta at the time, but none of our friends were homeschooling. So like we were, I mean, our rhythm looked completely different yep. and it felt, it did feel awkward for a while until we decided to say, no, no, this is us. This is how it's going to work. And so, uh, I started dragging my kids around with me around the world mm-hmm. and, um, and that became our rhythm. And now it's, it's funny. My, I have a si- almost 16 year old tomorrow. She's turning 16 and she told me she's, re- she's ready to move to Hong Kong. She's like, dad, I want to move to Hong Kong. And I'm like, no, did my rhythm do this to you? Oh, like, right, oh, it probably did. It did because <laughs> yeah. she's seen the world and she's exposed and she loves to, you know, and so I, I just love that. I, I, I've really never thought about that. You know, I, I think for so many families, we think, oh, we, we should all get in rhythm together. Like if we can get in yeah. rhythm together. You know what I love about what you just said, too, is that I think you realized, hey, maybe this might isn't working for us yeah. and took a second to reevaluate. And I think that's the important thing about evaluating rhythm is, um, you know, often I think sometimes that we can find that there is a discrepancy against what we say is important yeah. and then the way that we're really living out. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to ask, is my rhythm, is my schedule or the way we're living in the season, does this actually reflect my priorities? And yeah. And if it doesn't, then we need to take a minute to step back and maybe re-reflect on what modifications we, we might need to make in yeah. this new season. And um, I, I think sometimes that happens. We don't realize like, or we're trying to live someone else's life or their yeah, routine sure. or rhythm. And 
you know, this isn't actually fitting for us. And so we need to maybe reevaluate that. So I think that's an important evaluation tool is does my rhythm, does my schedule, does the way that we're like, are we actually, is it reflecting the things that are important to Mm -hmm. us? Like if I think for us teaching our kids a heart of service and a hard one of our family core values is we want to give more than we receive. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, are we making room for that in yeah. our lives? And if we're not, then we might need to adjust our rhythm yeah. a little bit to, that's to good. you know, make space or make time for that. So. Yeah. So let's talk about adjusting rhythms. Let's talk mm-hmm. about um, maybe some practical steps a family can take to adjust a rhythm. So you know, you can you can call it that. You can call it setting goals for your family. You can you know call it whatever you want. But what are some practical ways that you know, a family can say, okay, we're going to adjust our rhythm. So, you know, life tends towards chaos, right? So I think as much as possible, the pre-decisions that we can make are going to be what's going to help us achieve the, you know, the goals that we have or the way, the rhythms that we want to live our life by. And um, so I think any change in season is a really um, great time to maybe reflect on what some of those changes could could look like. It's a a chance to take a step back. Now, not every family, because we've already talked about differences in families, but family, there are some natural rhythms in place. So I would say those tend to be, at least for me and for most families, probably the beginning of a school year for Uh sure. Yep. Uh, The the beginning of a new year so coming back after holidays and things i mean things get a little way out of whack in that season and so into coming into a new year and then actually going into the summer season yes absolutely. when there's you know school's gonna halt for a little bit hopefully and there's some more chance for family months to me those are some of the most important times wow to maybe reevaluate um and then changes in season too i mentioned my daughter starting middle school okay we need to rethink a little bit this is going to look a little bit different for us so how does this you know we knew when she started middle school, we wanted to be a little bit more intentional about pushing her for her own kind of faith story uh-huh. and her own discipleship, you know, and I wanted her to develop a regular Bible reading habit. So that was a new season that we yeah. used to try to leverage. And one of the things that um, we say a lot, our, our friend group and, and at National Community Church where I serve is, is um, we'll talk about the importance of getting away mm. to maybe have, you know, a, you know, to make changes. Yeah. So we actually say that a change of place Plus a change of pace equals a change of perspective. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. I I like that friend group. I'm stealing that from my friend group. (laughs) I think Mark Batterson, our senior pastor, I'm sure that was him. He's like, all those words. Yeah. I say it again. Change of place plus a change of pace equals a change of perspective. Oh, yeah. My husband, who's a total food guy, he says, let's see if I can remember how he says it. He says, a change of venue plus a change of menu equals a change within you. Oh, (laughs) you know, and to your husband's credit, that actually rhymes a little better than than Mark's version. Your, you know, your pace assist, place so and then perspective know. like I get the P thing at the end but the way your husband did it that <laughs> that, that felt good. good so the point is right stepping outside so of your normal rhythm yeah. is often a time where you can get a proper reflection on maybe some changes That's that good. need to make and some you know goals that need to be adjusted and so I would say at some of those people do it in the new year already right, right. they're thinking of goals and things in the back to school time is when you know I think it's a great time to reevaluate man how many sports are we going to commit to or sure. what do we want to be about and yeah. going into the summer for sure is a great time to think about you know how do we want to make sure we're spending time together and, yeah. and really harnessing some key memory moments and yeah. um, so I think that you know those are some great natural rhythm switching times you're right so this phase I'm in is yeah. like we sit in this space where we're now we're actually having to force our kids like gosh like guys we're, we're going to glacier national park in montana <laughs> doesn't that sound amazing and they're like no that sounds miserable i'm not gonna see my friends for 10 days mm-hmm. and 
I have to keep remembering that, okay, they, they may feel that, but they're, they're going to have some memories and some moments inside of those, mm-hmm. those pauses um, that they're going to look back on and go, oh, they're not going to remember that they wanted to hang out with their friends who they're probably not even going to be friends with in five years, you know? Yeah, actually, I think I had this quote uh, from Abigail Van Buren. I think this is something Carrie actually put together at one point. But if you want your if you want your children to turn out well, spend twice as much time with them and half as much money on them. Oh, so I think dang. it just is speaking to how much. And you know what? I think they want to hear us say when they're pushing back on one of these my friends, they want to hear us say, I want to be with you. Yeah, yeah. I want to be with you. I value you. I value our relationship. I want to be together. And in the moment, they they might not realize that how important that is, and yeah. we have to help them, you know, fight for those yeah. fight for those things. So yeah, I yeah. know. Not good. not only though, you know, talk talk to us a little bit about um, just the importance of of slowing down in our rhythm. You know, I, I just feel like we're in such a chaotic time. There is we've got our phones, and there's so many stories that we're involving ourselves in, and it's just nonstop. And so I feel like there's almost such a desperate need for pause for yeah. for us to teach that part of rhythm to our kids not just like go 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 but what what does it look like for them to just go and tell tell us about why that's so important yeah that you know that's the other side of what you were just saying about the parents that are feeling fearful like oh they're going to be around all the time yeah but the other side of that is yeah. really some forced slow down time some yeah. forced um you know, we need to teach them that as well, right? You know, that's an important point actually about the importance of rhythms is that we're teaching our kids that through something. If we don't take a moment in a new season Uh to reestablish priority, how can we teach them to do that? Yeah. And the same with, uh, you know, some of those moments where we need to show them how to, how to slow down and, and how to, yeah, be present in a moment. Yeah. My husband and I had a date night, I don't know, a week or so ago and he was just asking, what are some of you looking forward to right now? Yeah. We're in a, a demanding, a very demanding season yeah. right now. He's yeah. like, what are you looking forward to? And I had just mailed the check for our local pool. I'm uh-huh. like, the pool. The pool. <laughs> that's yes. the vision that I'm holding on to right now. Yeah. But for us, that's a place of connection with friends. Yep. That's a place where um, my kids have laughter and smiles yes. and memories. And it's a place of forced slowdown. Yeah. And that looks yeah. different to every family. Maybe it's, you know, the, the week in the woods or maybe it's sure. the Sunday hikes when the yeah. sun comes out or whatever. I do think that we need those marker moments. One of our yeah. our mentor friends in, in ministry, he had his his he is a grandparent now. His kids yeah. are adult, and we were asking him. You know, he had been in ministry for a long time, and so we asked him, "Hey, you know, just words." What he said: "Give your kids something to look forward to." Wow! In every season, give your kids something to look yeah. forward to. And of course, we were asking from a. Uh, our perspective but that's true for every parent mm-hmm. is give your kids something to look forward to and so I loved that Joel even asked me that question yeah. what are you looking for doing I'm like I hadn't thought about it but the yeah. pool <laughs> and yeah. so what are those things when we w- ask our kids yes that that right there ask yeah. your kids mm-hmm. what they're looking forward to because it might surprise you yeah you know one thing we do every probably May is I get a huge piece of butcher paper and yeah. I would contest that this is something you can do with your teenagers too yeah. and we just sit down together one night of her family and we we write out or draw or whatever um, a whole list of the summer, all the stuff. Yeah. Because that it's that same idea, right? Yeah. How that they're looking forward to other things that yeah. maybe than I am, you know, maybe it's that, oh, that, you know, one hike that we always do or whatever yeah. it is. But then you're giving your kids something to look forward to. No, like, no, you know. I love that. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're just running up against that. You know, we, we have Heather and I, my wife, mm-hmm. we have our rhythms and the things we love to do in the summer. And we've always just kind of, we parent our kids and they come. Yeah. And, we're mountain people, so we love mm-hmm. we love to go to the mountains. We love to, you know, 
backpack. We love to, you know, fly fishing river and that so thing. Good. And so it's a lot of fun. And that's kind of a rhythm that we've created in the summer with our family. And this last year, we asked our daughter, um, our middle daughter, Sianna, she's 14. She was 13 at the time. Hey, um, what we want to ask you, like, what do you want to do this summer? Like, what's something that you want to do? And she was like, well, we always go to the mountains. And I know you guys like the mountains, but I really like the beach. And my wife and I actually both loathe the beach. Like, like we <laughs> don't want sand. I'm with her. Like I'm on vacation yeah. with her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and like the like sun and the heat. And like, we're just like, no. But this is something that she, our middle daughter actually loved. And so, sure enough, we planned a trip based so on that. Good. And it was incredible to see. She was like, this was me. Like, I am the one that did this for our family. And we had a blast. Of course, we had a blast. But it was a rhythm that she was involved in creating in the family. And I think that's huge. Yeah. And then even just to feel like, wow, I have a place and a voice in this family. And, you know, that's actually a good point, because I think any time in a new season and maybe it's going into the school years, we got to give our kids, um, especially the older that they get, a larger um, voice into the rhythm that we create. You know, man, we drag our kids around to a lot of different things. And as they're getting older, we're like, you probably need to start asking a little bit more. Yeah. You know. And making some adjustments because, and and you can't accommodate every preference, but we're all active members of this family. And one, you know, piece of that is my son, my son is, we're an extroverted family Uh and he's an, he's an introvert. There you go. And so how do we lean in and make sure that, that we don't run him over? I mean, when he was little and we would start to realize he would fall apart in some (laughs) settings and we're realizing it's because we're in full go mode saying, Hey to everyone, whatever. And he just. He just wants to. He just is like overwhelmed. That's not really what he's loving to do. So, you know, and we live in the middle of the city where it's a few blocks from the nation's capital. Well, this kid is, he's a mountain kid. He's a nature kid. He would love to run and explore. And we live in a row house in the middle of the city. (laughs) And so we're already forcing him into our life Uh quite Uh a bit, you know. So how do we then, same thing, we have to make adjustments so that, you know, and that means, you know, reevaluating rhythms in a way that we're accommodating his needs. Yeah. And they're not just preferences. Yeah. They're like actual needs, right? Yeah. He's, no, yeah. he's just different. And so I think it's really important, particularly as they age, to start to be more intentional about involving them in yeah. some of that I love that. Rhythm it, setting. It's not it's not necessarily a preference, it's a need. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think it is preferences with our kids. So we love to at the end of every parent cue interview ask for a cue. So that's yeah. why we call it parent cue. Okay. So if there's just one thing, what one thing that mm. a mom or dad that's listening to this could take and say, okay, I'm, this is going to help us create a rhythm. What, what would that cue be? Yeah. I mean, I think we said it earlier, just the importance of evaluation. I would maybe just cue to make sure you have um, a time and maybe set time a yeah. couple of times during a year to reevaluate. Are your rhythms really, truly reflecting your um, your goals, your yeah. values. And so, and I mentioned what time I think those rhythms make sense as families, uh-huh. but that might be different for you. So my husband and I do every year at the end of the year in December, we'll kind of take, um, a day or two away. And it's, it, I mean, most people call it calendaring or goal setting for us. It's reestablishing rhythm. And, and, um, and then last year, one thing that we did is we realized that's great once a year, but yeah. then we would get like to March and we realized we're totally off track. Sure. So now we actually, once a month we'll, we'll reconnect and kind of go back through some of those same things. And that's the time that we'll maybe just yeah. adjust. Is the rhythm working? Yeah. Is it not? You know, and particularly going into each new season, whether uh-huh. it's the the new school year or the the beginning of a new year, or going into the summer, really taking some time for reflection. So that's what I would say is is you know, p- 
put and you have to pre put it on your calendar sure, because yeah, otherwise yeah. it doesn't work happen. and you're yep. in the middle of a rhythm and now it, it's hard to adjust once yeah. it's already in play i love that so whether it's a family meeting or a couple time or uh -huh. whatever it is i think creating some time for pre-decision uh -huh. so that you can make sure your rhythm is reflecting your values and your priorities yep. and then it's not leading you beautiful Good. thanks so much for hanging out okay, with us thank you that was a lot Good. of fun and uh yeah we'll talk to you again soon on okay Life. sounds great okay Hey, if you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast, well, we have something exciting for you. Parent Q Live is coming to a city near you. This is a night where parents can learn and laugh together. This two-hour unique experience for parents only features engaging communicators like Kristen Ivey, Carlos Whitaker, John Acuff, Reggie Joyner, and so many more. You'll also receive practical resources, and you'll also get to interact with a community to help you redefine how you parent this next year. Whether you realize it or not, what you do every week in a kid's life is making history, and that's why we're coming to a city near you to help you be more connected, more present, more engaged, more aware, and more confident. For more information, go to tour.parentq.org. Carlos, thank you so much for that great conversation with our friend Nina Schmidgall. Um, so much wisdom in there as we kick off a new school year. All of us as parents have family goals that we're hoping to kind of implement in our own lives. And I just loved Nina's cue for all of us. So simple. We love to be able to give every single parent one cue that you can use this week. And mm -hmm. for Nina's, she said, take some time to reevaluate the rhythm of your life, the rhythm of your week. And just see if it supports your goals and values. Yeah. So sometime this week, whether it's on your commute or you get just one minute by yourself alone, think to yourself, what is my goal? What is my, you know, aspiration for our family in this season? Yeah. And have we really calendared yeah. effectively for that? Because, I mean, the truth is we, we're not going to be able to pull this off. I mean, you can have the greatest goals on the planet, but if your calendars doesn't allow for it it's just not going to happen listen um as we announced last week i want to talk about it again we are doing our live event our brand new live event called parent q live coming to 17 cities so many cities um wh what we'd love for you guys to do is to find out more about it um actually if you just head to the parentq.org episode 80 we're gonna have all the information there about um, our, our brand new event, but also we're giving away two tickets to every single city. So how you do that again is you just head over to theparentq.org slash giveaway because we're giving away yeah. two tickets. We just cannot wait to see you. No. We want everybody to get a chance to show up in the city nearest you um, just so we can have fun together yeah. and be in the same room. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. So head over there if you if you guys want to find out again more information about what Nina said. Uh, we've got all the show notes again at theparentq.org/episode80. Thanks for hanging out with Kristen and myself, and we'll see you next week on Parent Q Live. Thanks for joining us on Parent Q Live. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and follow us at Parent Q.